How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees. More spring training updates for you guys. Going to talk about Jason Dominguez and Aaron Judge, this outfield kind of element forming here, and the fact that the Yankees seem to be kind of giving Aaron Hicks the first go at the left field job. It seems like it's his job to lose, according to some reporters. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because in addition to the Hicks kind of concept here and the complex going on between these outfielders, this left field position battle, Oswaldo Cabrera, right? We all view him as an outfielder. We all view him as a super utility piece, infielder as well, can play pretty much every spot. So why the hell is Aaron Boone coming out and saying that he sees Oswaldo Cabrera as a primary infielder? You know, he had 13 defensive runs saved last year in 44 games. None of them came in the outfield. Why is it that our freaking manager is coming out and making wildly baseless claims that he is a primary infielder when that is not his role? That shouldn't be his role. That would be completely holding him back. I don't understand it. But we're going to talk about a different kind of outfield element with Giancarlo Stanton coming into the mix. Some interesting quotes coming out yesterday and Jason Dominguez making some waves in spring training and why I think he could be elevated sooner rather than later. And, you know, not to say that he'll be elevated within the first couple months of the season, but maybe he gets some reps down the stretch and he's the starter in 2024 want to discuss his growth some really good quotes from Aaron Boone on his development last season but Ryan before we dive into it how'd you today my friend you know I'm doing great baseball's right around the corner dude it is right there Saturday's is our first spring training game it cannot come uh any quicker and quite frankly you know when we're looking at the outfield I think it's obviously I mean all offseason it's been left field is a position of question marks of the Yankees. Um, but, you know, looking at that position, man, I mean, center field right now is Harrison Bader, and we don't know what the future looks like for Harrison Bader in pinstripes beyond this year. He's um, a, he's set to become a free agent at the end of the season. I don't imagine the Yankees extend him right now. I imagine they'd either A, like to see him be healthy, and the Harrison Bader side of the ball, you'd like to have the healthy season so that you can go out and get your bag, right? You know, Carlos Rodon was really one fully healthy year, turned it into $160 million. Harrison Bader can turn a healthy season into maybe, you know, 80, 90 maybe million dollars, right? That sets you up for life, you know. <laughs> that's that's generational money right there. Um, you know, looking at left field, though, there's a lot of question marks. Number one, you know, you have Aaron Hicks there, right? And he's here for the next three years on paper, but the Yankees, I think, are going to try as much as they can to move him. Yes, he has his 10 to 5 rights, but I think a lot of people overplay that. If Aaron Hicks has an opportunity to go to a team where he can start full-time, I think he'll take it, especially if he's struggling. I, not that he hates New York, not that he hates Yankee fans, not that he hates the pinstripes, but there were comments made last year that would suggest that, you know, maybe he has thought about, uh, you know, newer pastures or just a, a different environment where he thinks he can succeed a little bit more uh, with a little less pressure or just a fresh start for him in general. Um, and then as you men mentioned with Oswaldo Cabrera, you know, he's an excellent defensive infielder. I do think he should still get reps in the outfield. At end of the day, you know, right field, left field, wherever it's got to be. Um, you know, Oswaldo Cabrera's utility is something that makes him super valuable. Um, I, I do agree with Aaron Boone in the sense that I think he's better as an infielder defensively, but right field would suggest he's better as a right fielder defensively. Um, I, I guess the position that you would say he's worst defensively at is either first or left field, but I still think he's serviceable in left field. And with the Yankees' struggles out there, you know, they should be able to they should be open to keeping him in left field if need be um but i imagine they kind of look at other talent all the 40-man roster in the minor leagues um and, and hopefully they can get production from there if hicks can't give it for them and, and one of those guys is jason dominguez right you know i, I don't think jason dominguez is going to come up you know anytime next year if you had to give me uh, uh if i had to bet i would say would, he doesn't play a major league game next year but it seems like the yankees are, are a lot less certain about that in the sense of they are a lot more open to the idea of if jason dominguez tears it up why not right why not 
not Jason, right? Um, you know, last year he had a 112.7 max exit velocity. Um, and, and at, you know, at first that may be like, well, what does that stat mean? Why should I care about that metric? You know, the ability to hit the baseball hard gives you two things. Number one, it increases uh, your, your, your power potential, your game power ceiling goes up. And that's important, obviously, for a lot of reasons. The best hitters in baseball tend to grade out as above average hitters in the power department. Um, and then number two, your BAPIP, your batting average on balls in play goes up the harder you hit the baseball because think of it like this would you rather field uh, a ball that's 10 feet to your right that's going 80 miles an hour or going 110 miles an hour right one of them you literally human in your human limitations you cannot react to in time the other one you can get to if you get to the right if you make the right route or you have good reads you get a good jump of the ball um you know good defenders will get to that ball uh and a 112.7 max exit velocity you know it puts him in the range of guys like matt chapman christian walker you know those are two guys uh you know who put up great home run totals last year Trey Turner uh but Brandon Drury Manny Machado Bo Bichette right we're talking really good power hitters here Michael Harris from the uh Braves so if you have and he's 19 so his power can uh, hypothetically still get better we could see him put up a 113 maybe 114 um he's a tool shed he's he, he's truly I think we're gonna need to start talking about him more as just like a pretty good prospect and and not in the generational sense that he was getting hype like before he made his professional debut but you know it, it, there's no reason for me to believe that the gap between him and Volpe is massive. This isn't to bring down Volpe. This is more to, uh, you know, prop up Dominguez. I view Dominguez as a top 25 to 30 prospect in baseball. You know, this year, if he if he figures it out in double A a little bit more, just like he did in the postseason, um, this guy is going to be a consensus top 15 prospect. He's that freaking good. Um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, if the Yankees are open to it, uh, I'm more than open to the idea of at least giving him a shot during the season um, to fight for a major league job if left field is a position of need. Absolutely. And Aaron Boone had this quote specifically regarding Jason Dominguez. He said he had an exciting year last year. He went from A ball down here in the Florida State League to high A, then to double A. Every step of the way, his plate discipline, his contact quality, all those things went up. He plays a really good center field, athletic, great arm. Some people have concerns about him in center field because of his size and his range, but the guy's fast, man. He is quick. He is fast. He's agile for a guy of that size. And he's only nine. Well, he actually just turned 20 years old 15 days ago. Um, you said you wouldn't expect him to make any appearance to the MLB level this year, I probably would agree with that, but I think that he could reach AAA by the midway point of this season. The fact that he went from high A to double A, or rather just the Florida State, the Florida Atlantic League, or whatever it was, the Florida uh, League that he was in to start uh, last season, elevates to the double A in Somerset. Doesn't play that many games, only has five games of sample size, so it's a very small sample size, but he was so good with Hudson Valley, um, they had no choice but to elevate him, and it just takes time. Like Anthony Volpe, same thing. Started in Somerset last year. I think he follows a probable similar trail to Volpe that's kind of carved out here. Volpe obviously is in AAA. Probably will start there if he doesn't, you know, absolutely destroy spring training and show and showcase just ridiculous talent, which I imagine he will. But I think the Yankees still want him to get a little bit more adjusted to uh, AAA before they elevate him. I think they go a similar route with Jason Dominguez, another probable top prospect um, next year. Maybe they're number one by that point because Anthony Volpe will have been elevated already. So I'll tell you this. I think that Dominguez, the way that he's grown, the way that he's taken these steps toward reaching the MLB every time he gets to a new level. He kicks ass, he dominates, he gets used to it, and keeps going just like Volpe does. It's going to take him a couple weeks to get used to Somerset, but once he puts together a month or two, he's hitting over 300, he's getting on base at 35 36% clip, he's hitting some home runs, showcasing his good defense. He's going to get booted up to... Uh, up to AAA and Scranton Wilkes Bar, and we're going to be looking at him like, wait a second, maybe if there's injuries down the stretch, Jason Dominguez could be our guy. If he looks good in AAA, you know, maybe you give him an opportunity.
opportunity, especially I would say this, if the Yankees need outfield support, I'd rather maybe go and trade for a, a guy that's, you know, maybe expiring on a contract and stuff like that because he's more experienced kind of in flow with the MLB. But if the Yankees are kicking ass, they're, they have a lot of runway. They have a lot of slack to give. Why not go and give Dominguez some opportunities at the major league level? You know, it's, it's very little amount of playing time. So his service time is not going to be affected much, um, especially if they elevate him after, what is it, August 18th, I believe. There's a there's a deadline where there's no service time um, accrued if you elevate a player um, after that date. So you could always elevate him and get, get it, just get him some major league at bats. You know what I mean? Like he can't be that bad. He's going to offer you fine defense. He's a really good base runner. He's athletic. He can make contact. You never know what he's going to do in the batter's box. So I'll ask you this, Ryan. If the Yankees have a nice cushion um, in the AL East and they're looking really good, they're feeling good, and they feel like they can elevate some of their prospects to get some reps, do you think there's a possibility that Dominguez has an opportunity down the stretch here just to kind of have a little bit of experience? Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I think there is maybe a shot. Um, the one thing I'll say, though, is the Yankees do have one of their better position player prospects kind of ahead of him in, in the in development, at least. Not as an actual prospect, but in development. And that's Everson Pereira, right? Um, I've written about Pereira before. I've raved about his power, his speed, his athleticism. He's another guy who puts up really good max exit velocity numbers. If he ever figures out, if he figures out how to not strike out like 30% of the time at the major league level, he'll be a pretty good offensive player. Um, it's just hard for me to imagine him getting leapfrogged unless he were to get hurt kind of like how he got hurt last year and Dominguez stole the show he uh became he got elevated to double a that's how that happened and you know he struggled in the regular season but then he lit it up in the postseason I mean that championship game he absolutely I mean the, the Somerset Patriots beat the brakes off of their opponent that day and Dominguez was a huge part of that um but you know per injuries usually lead to things like that right if Pereira starts out on triple a and Dominguez has you know it, it's it's May and Dominguez is just destroying double a like he is I mean he he is just absolutely dominating maybe it's June let's say and he's just you know we're he's killing it out there Pereira gets hurt they, they need a center fielder they elevate Dominguez that could totally happen. And then now Dominguez is kind of on that fast track to the major league level. He's now a little bit ahead of the curve. He's the healthy center fielder of the Yankees AAA team. If the Yankees were to now need an outfielder, as you mentioned, you know, if he it's a matter of if he's killing it at the, at that level. I think double A is the the level where I think he gets stuck at. Um, not in the sense that he'll be a bust there, but where it'll take more time than usual, right? Volpe, we're talking about, you know, oh, if he, if he does well for a couple months there or a month there, the Yankees will bring him up. He was doing well for a considerable amount of time in double A, and the Yankees had massive shortstop issues, and they never once considered bringing him up because you really need to spend time at double A. You really need to get comfortable there, spend your time there. That's a tough level. That's your first time really playing major league caliber talent. Um, and so it's really difficult to make the transition to double A. So, you know, I think the Yankees are going to, if the Yankees have Dominguez sitting in the minor leagues all year, um, and, and I say, that not to say the Yankees aren't developing him properly or that they're slowing his development down, but because it's important for him to spend a lot of time at double A, um, it's double A where it's going to get stuck at. I imagine triple A will be a much shorter length of time than double A for Jason Dominguez if things go to plan. Yeah, I think I can get on board with that. But, you know, talking about the outfields, aside from Jason Dominguez, looking at Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Harrison Bader, that combination. Now, Judge is, and this is what I love about Judge. The guy gets paid. Big time, nine years, $360 million, and he doesn't sit back and take the cash. He doesn't sit back and get lazy. He doesn't sit back and just like, yeah, I earned this. He goes and takes everything a step further, and he, he continues to impress. He continues to show the leadership and captain capabilities, and he's putting it all on the field, and I, and I love the fact that we're able to see that. 
um, you know, come to fruition even after the big contract. It just shows you the type of man he is, shows you the type of player he is. And he said this regarding the outfield situation and trying to get Giancarlo Stanton a little bit more opportunity in the outfield. He said, I did mention it to him. If we need to get Big G in right field at Yankee Stadium, put me in left. I don't mind it. I don't mind switching around so we can have Harrison Bader, me and Big G out there. So we'll get some reps uh, during spring training, get comfortable out there. I think that that's awesome. I would love to see Stanton, you know, obviously get a little bit more opportunity defensively, but the health issue, you have to be a little bit wary of it. Now, my question for you is how much can we trust Giancarlo Stanton? Because maintaining his health is essential. His health is the most, one of the most important variables on this team, um, mainly because during the postseason, when he's not healthy, He's a, he's a fraction of what he's capable of. After that all-star break, when he picked up the calf injury, he did not look like the same player. A healthy Giancarlo Stanton is a catalyst. He is a difference maker. Having a healthy Judge and Stanton in the lineup makes the entire offense. That that could be the Yankees' entire offense. But when you lose Stanton to injury, everything, it just it puts too much pressure on Judge. And ultimately, he does a great job of carrying the load. But it's, it's difficult to ask him to do that on a year-by-year basis and maintain MVP historic number uh, paces. And I just don't think that's realistic to think think of. So I'll ask you this, how willing are you to put Giancarlo Stanton in right field? I know it's an easier position to play in, in right in Yankee Stadium, but I am a little bit concerned about the health variable. Yeah, so um, the way I view things with Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton is, number one, I think Aaron Judge would be an excellent defensive left fielder. Yes, it's more spacious in right field, but Aaron Judge put up positive defensive numbers in center field, which is definitely a more difficult position to play than left field. Um, maybe it's a personal, maybe Judge has a personal preference, um, but I'm just going based off of, you know, the general rule of thumb for defensive uh, difficulty. Center field usually requires more range in left field, and the big thing for going from right to left field in Yankee Stadium is it's a range thing, right? So Judge doesn't have a range issue. Judge is an excellent athlete judge has an incredible arm he can play a little more deep if he has to in the outfield uh because he can come if he has struggle trouble coming in on the ball or if he's trying to cut a ball off in the gap because he has such a good arm that quite frankly he can be as deep as he wants in that left field which is pretty shallow compared to other ballparks uh and throw guys out from wherever um but john carl stand in right field yes there's a health thing but I want to point out that John Carl Stanton in 2021 played a decent amount of outfield and he stayed healthier than he's ever played if you get what I'm saying um you know Quite frankly, I, I don't really look at John Carlos Stan as someone who he can only stay healthy by being a DH. I think outfield does two things for him. Number one, there's definitely a variable of him playing being a better offensive player when he's playing the outfield more. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if it's just a matter of he needs to be an athlete. I really don't know what the what the mental side of it is. You know, these are that's some of those things where you know I'm an analytics guy, you know I'm a numbers guy. It's hard to really quantify what causes John Carlos Stanton to perform better when he plays on the field, but his arm isn't terrible. The range is not great, but end of the day, right field, the Yankees have thrown Matt Carpenter in right field. So quite frankly, I think anyone could play right field in Yankee Stadium if, if they really try hard enough. Uh, but looking at last year, he had a 107 WRC plus as a DH. Um, you know, the year before that, it was 130. Um, you know, if you look at hit when he was playing the outfield, so for example, right field last year, 137, 158, you know, that's... It's not a, a large sample size. I will give you that. It could just be an outlier. This could just be a blip in the radar. Uh, but I do think there's this aspect of he's just healthiest when he's playing the outfield. Um, it allows him to move. It allows him to stay athletic. Um, but there is that injury risk with John Carl Stan. You know, I, I think there's always going to be at least one IL stand at this point. Um, but end of the day, could you imagine just that lineup that you could throw out there, right? You know, we've talked about 
you know, what, where are the, what are the Yankees going to do with Gleyber Torres when Volpe comes up? That's right there what you do. You just move guys around, right? If it's not Gleyber Torres then, what about Austin Wells? I know Austin Wells had bruised ribs, but apparently uh, it's like fine now or it's going to be fine in the next upcoming days. He should be good to resume baseball activities pretty soon. Could you imagine Austin Wells killing it in AAA, having that, having that, you know, offensive boom that, you know, we always expect him to have? And then, you know, you feel like he's still a little bit behind defensively. But I was talking about this with Chris Kirshner. You know, one of the big things for Austin Wells is just spending time this spring with, with Kalagashioka and Jose Trevino. Right? Could you imagine him getting more time to spend with Trevino and Higashioka on off days or on bullpen days or whatever it may be, working with the pitching staff, getting comfortable with them, getting comfortable with what they throw? That's great development for him at the Major League level right there. And you don't have to throw him behind the plate because, as you mentioned, you could put Judge in left field for a little bit, put Wells in right field for a little bit. You could put Judge um, you know, in right field, Stanton in left, or not Stanton in left, Stanton at DH, Wells in left field if you absolutely feel like he can handle it. Or you could have that DH spot open for when, St when Stan's playing right field and Judge is playing left field as well. Bader's going to need some off days and he might take a uh, have an IL stint you put judge in center field you could put wells in right field you could put wells in left field or whatever you've got to do my point is the Yankees are going to have avenues now with John with John Carl Stanton right field and Aaron Judge able to play left field um, to do more creative things and there are so many young guys in this farm system I've mentioned Pereira I've mentioned Wells we've talked about Dominguez extensively it's all about just being able to fit you know mix and match and plug in different guys when they're hot and when they're cold uh, to kind of get certain guys going or, or, or you know keep a hot lineup when you're struggling so end of the day I think this is a really exciting opportunity for the Yankees I'm so excited to see how they mix and match with Judge playing a little bit of left field this year yeah I mean it, it really is going to be fun to watch I just don't know exactly what the combination is going to be on opening day but it seems like Hicks has the green light to basically win the starting job if he doesn't suck he just all he has to do is not suck and he'll be the starter in left field and they can kind of um, have a little bit more leeway and flexibility in their, this approach but you know I, I love to talk about Jason Dominguez his development and growth he is a really exciting young prospect who we are very bullish on and excited to see what he can accomplish in the future and when he will get that opportunity in the MLB I really hope he kills it during spring training he's going up against major league pitchers you know this is his opportunity to show he can hang with the best of them and if he does show that he's going to get elevated to AAA rather quickly in my opinion and we're going to see him shoot up the charts man if you have a 21 year old rookie in 2024 starting in left field center whatever it's going to be obviously Harrison Bader is a free agent after this season maybe Dominguez takes over and they just roll with a youngster and he's 21 years old that is a very good situation to be in. You know, he is a long-term, you're talking about six, seven years of an elite-level prospect in terms of tangible and intangible traits, and he could be awesome for us and allows you, like, think about it. And that's the cool thing, Ryan. If you have Peraza, Volpe, and you have Dominguez starting at positions, allows you to spend so much money elsewhere, especially because our bullpen is composed of mainly youngsters and guys on cheap contracts. So you love to see the strategy they're putting in place. Really opens up some, some flexibility for the future. If they want to go after Notan, if they want to go after Manny Machado, they will have the money to do it because they have so much youth. And that's not even to mention Elijah Dunham. Maybe he takes over and left and Dominguez takes over in center. They could really just go youth across some of the more important positions uh, with a lot of upside and then just spend big on superstars and just have like Rodone, Cole, Judge. And then you obviously have like Otani or you have whoever because Severino's going to be gone this, this next year anyway unless they extend him. And that's $15 million off the books. You know, whatever Bader would have made. You obviously have Josh Donaldson coming off the books. That That's the $50 million right there for Otani if you wanted to go in that direction. So there are things, there are ways to justify it in your head, but we are hyped, guys. Baseball is back. We only have a couple days until live action starts up. Again, we got you guys covered on the daily with the updates and whatnot, so make sure to leave a like and subscription below on the YouTube video, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.